0: This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast.
1: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, January 8th, 2021. And we certainly have a lot of changes going on, don't we? With a new president coming in and. You know, uh, we have a vaccine, but we still have a, we have a spike in the in the caseload of COVID people. Lots of changes, and you know, if there's going to be are there going to be more spending dollars coming from Washington? It looks like it. What's that going to do to the market? What's it going to do to the economy? What's going to do to our debt? What's going to do to inflation? Lots and lots of variables. But you know what? There's always something to worry about in the stock market. If you've been an investor any length of time, you'll notice there's always something to worry about. This is why I say, don't ever get out completely of the stock market. Because there's always something new to worry about. Always. So don't be fearful of it. Just try to understand what the newness, whatever it is, or whatever is coming, what it will do to the economy. You know, what is it going to do to your stock investments? But Don't worry about it. Just make the appropriate adjustments. That's really what we're talking about, adjustments, not getting out of the market. Okay? There are times when you cut back and you produce cash, but never get out completely. Never do. Just stay on guard. Okay? You can't afford to let your guard down. You just can't. Okay? So, you're going to have volatility. We're going to have more volatility going forward, and that's always there, too. We get excess volatility, and sometimes, and then sometimes we get periods of calm. We've been dealing with a period of a little bit more than normal volatility here. Um, but we also are due for another correction because we're always due for a correction. There's a correction every year. We haven't seen normal, normal cycles of correction in quite some time. But I remember two 10% corrections a year to be normal. We hardly see that anymore. Hardly seen that. We saw one bear market in March, right? March, then then the market came all the way back. Really hasn't been much of a correction since then. So it's just, you know, you just deal with it. No big deal. Okay, the market was uh, up today. Uh, What was it down? What was it up or down today? Let me go to my handy dandy. I didn't write it down. See, that's, that's what happens when you... Don't write down what you're supposed to be writing down. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so let's see. Okay, uh, okay. Okay, there we go. Uh, if that's correct. <laughs> so, eh. Yeah. Market was awful. It's been a weird week. Have you noticed that the week has been weird? For me, you know, it has been a pretty unusual week. For Because... It's been pretty strong for much of the week, and then we had a pretty decent downstroke for the day. Dow was up fifty seven today. The Nas the Nasdaq up one hundred thirty four. The Dow up twenty one. So fairly strong day. Do you see Tesla up seven point eight percent today? And there, you're not going to find any analyst saying Tesla is worth the price it's worth. This app today. You're not going to find anybody of that. But it's still going up. So it's, you know, just the way it's going to be. But that's what the market did today. I, I don't, it's kind of hard to predict. I, I've told you before and i told you many times. A Democratic president from the Democratic Party is better for the stock market than a Republican president. Now that doesn't mean in a Republican president the market's going to go down; they had to go up too, but it's gone up higher with Democratic presidents. Why? I mean, everybody's speculated over time why that happens. It's hard to know. Might be because they, you know, they they're, they're perceived—whether it's true or not—perceived to spend more money than Republicans. But that's hard to convince me uh, <laughs> that President Trump spent, would spend less money than a Democrat he spent tons and tons of money right so but generally speaking I'm talking about normally speaking that might be the reason who knows but no one knows for sure no one does okay we're all ready to go Uh, I'm Steve Peasley and today in uh, this particular podcast I'm going to provide you unbiased answers to your financial and investment questions And, of course, I know you want different things from me, strategies and how to deal with volatility and all those things. I'd be happy to answer anything financial. My number is 888-99-CHART. This is a call-in show. So let's go ahead and go to our first call. It's Emilios in San Francisco. How are you doing, Emilios? Hey, good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for the call.
0: Good. No, thank you. Uh, I was looking at UGI as a... If you think it's a solid company or
1: not? U G I, huh? They open this U G I. Okay, for everybody else out there, uh, that didn't open up. I have a little trouble with my software today. U G I. Better straighten it. I ain't got time to keep punching in things. This is a holding company with interest in propane and butane distribution, natural gas, electrical distribution services. So um, it's a $7.3 billion company. They always made money. They've never not made money. They're supposed to make $3.11 next year, up 10% from this year, which was up 6% from last year. So they've been very, very consistent. Um, It's a $35 stock, going to make $3. So that means it's, uh, what, 12, 13 uh, PE or so. And that's about, the five-year range is 8 to 25, so it's kind of on the lower side, good return on equity, good solid company. Let's take a look at the the chart, though, um, of UGI and see if it's a good buy point. What's the dividend? 3.7%. Okay. It's been kind of moving sideways. It's not a really good mover, and it's not a huge, it's not growing right now. It'll probably grow next year. Or later on this year when everything recovers. But it's not a growth company. So you really probably would buy it for the dividend. The dividend is 3.7%. So it's a decent dividend, but not a huge dividend. I don't know. It's not exciting enough for me, Melios Just isn't. Okay. But it's a good, solid company. Appreciate the call. Thank you. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And we made it. 2020 finally is past. Thank goodness. Now, 2021, what are we going to do this year? What's the new year going to bring us? We'll see. There'll still be a continuing uncertainty. There will always be that. But how much uncertainty? I think we actually have a good prospects for GDP this year for the economy. Your goal of financial freedom will require information and effective strategies, and that's what I'm here for. So let's talk about it. 888-99-CHART.
2: you heard about Riskalyze. It's a brief question and answer form that you fill out online. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein will also get a copy of your responses. They can use the Riskalyze results to help you formulate a strategy that fits your investing risk tolerance. Learn more anytime and take the Riskalyze quiz at investtalk.com.
1: Okay, eight 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 ninety nine chart is our number. You're listening to Invest Talk. I appreciate you being with me. Uh, my focus point today: How can you best plan to make and meet financial goals during unstable times that we are in? Um, you know, everybody. I don't know if everybody sets goals. You need to set goals. I mean, I know everybody, I know you out there, well, I want to make money and I want to grow my portfolio and, you know, I want new things or want this or that. How many of you set down financial goals and then work to achieve them? And that takes work. It's not just going to happen. It doesn't just happen. You have to work at it. You know, so that's going to be my main talking point. Okay? So what else do I want to talk about? I want to talk, someone called an... Uh, asked me a question today that I think I ought to bring that, bring this to the attention of everybody else out there. He, he we talk, he talked, about the stock exchange and how, you know, how can they, they could never run out, go out of business because everybody, somebody, you have to, you have to trade stock somewhere. So, and they're going to just always be there. And I had to just you know, I had to come, uh, Inform him that that's not possible. So, I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about the jobs report that came out for December, was it bad, good, and different. Uh, and artificial intelligence technology. I want to talk about that as an area to invest. And finally, if we have time, Hyundai and Apple, did you know that they were trying to partner up? Did you know that? It's pretty sure that they are in talks. What those talks are about is interesting. So those are things we're going to discuss if we have time today. So um, other topics, maybe you know, we can get to. Of course, you drive the show. What's on your mind on Fridays like today? I always make a little time. With a quick rundown of the benchmarks, two-year and Treasury yield is 0.14. The 10-year is 1.1%. So the 10-year is now above 1%. Now, for weeks now, I've been talking about this, and I said it looks like the yield curve, the difference between the two-year and the 10-year, is getting healthier and healthier. And that's exactly what happened. So what does a 10-year at 1% mean for mortgage rates? They're probably gonna start geeking up. That's what that means. Gold is at $1,858 an ounce. Oil is selling at $51.73 a barrel. The national average of gasoline, regular gasoline, two dollars and thirty cents. In California, three dollars and twenty-seven cents. We're always about a dollar more than the national average. And Texas, Texas, the average price is $1.99. We're paying three twenty-seven here on average, and they're paying a dollar ninety does Doesn't seem quite right. Let's see if I can fit in a quick question before the break. This came in earlier: eight 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 ninety-nine chart.
3: Hey, good day, gentlemen. This is Big Al from Florida. The reason I'm calling you is I'm looking to start a position in Johnson and Johnson. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on how it looks right now. Do you think this is a good entry point? It seems like they're working on a vaccine, a single dose. I'm not looking to buy on the news. I'm looking to. Uh, put a forever position in, if you know what I mean. Thanks, guys, for all you do. Yeah,
1: Johnson Johnson is one of those blue-chip-type companies that you put in your portfolio and you kind of just ignore it. Because over the years, they grow a couple percentage a year. They pay a decent dividend, 2.5. It's one of those solid, big companies that you would really like to buy in the middle of a recession. Because, you know, Johnson Johnson's Johnson just trugs on through recessions. No problem. Uh, it's going to make $8.94 next year, from $8 this year, from $8.68 last year. So, it's a $160 stock. So, that's a PE of, what, close to 20, 18? Uh, Is that a good price? No. Uh, it's not at a good price to buy. I, if you're going to take a forever position in it, I would wait I mean, the low it's got this year was $107. That would have been ideal, and 107 to $120, in that range would be ideal. You might get it down to 135 136 which is what it was twice, once in June and once in November this last year. So I'd wait for a pullback. I wouldn't buy here. You're chasing it. It's breaking a new 52-week high. It could continue to rise because all the money flooding into the system, but it shouldn't. And you can buy it on a pullback. It's a good, solid company, though. So it is one that you want to put in your portfolio. It is. Okay? Thanks for the call. On the next invest talk, this story. The crypto market is now worth more than $1 trillion. Cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies. I wish I knew how to evaluate those currencies. That's for Monday, everybody. For now, I'm Steve Peasling. I'm ready to take your questions live at 888-99-CHART.
0: Here's another benefit when you sign up for our Invest Talk Insider program a brief list of real estate investment trusts, REITs, that should be on investors' radar if they're looking for exposure to this dividend focused sector. You can sign up for this free Invest Talk Insider program on investtalk.com.
2: This is Invest Talk. The start of a new year promises many changes. For investors, the challenge will be how to stay focused on maintaining your assets while navigating market volatility. That's where Steve Peasley and Justin Klein can help. The phone lines are open and waiting for your questions now. 888 99 Chart.
1: Okay, let's talk about my focus point today. How you can best plan to make and meet financial goals. Well, of course, first of all, you have to sit down and look at what you, what your, look at your own personal balance sheet. How much debt do you have? What is your, what are your assets? Do you own a house? Do you have a 401k, 457, some kind of retirement already in place? Or do you have one at all? Do you have an IRA? Okay, what are, what are your, how much how much credit card debt versus you know there's good and bad debt i think a house debt is good debt i think a credit card debt as bad debt so first assess yourself where are you and that's not hard it's not it's not taking uh you know it's a genius to do you can write that down you should know what you owe and where okay so once you've done that that then you got to say okay now what do i need to address here If you had credit card debt, you want to address that first. Now, you can roll that into a 0% credit card and then try to pay it down. You need to get out of debt. The only debt that I'm willing to accept from you is home debt or debt that you invested in something and you have a net positive from that debt. In other words, it's worth more than what you owe. That, that usually would translate to most people as a home. So outline your financial priorities. What is it that you got to address as you look at your picture? Most people, it's debt that they have to address. I, I I don't like to hear from people that, you know, I don't make enough money. No one makes enough money. It's never an earnings problem that, that from the people I speak to. Now, that doesn't mean there's people. there's. Not people out there that have an earnings problem. I know, unemployed and all that. Yeah, of course they do. I'm talking about when you get to me and talk to me. When I sit down with people, it's never an earnings problem. It's always a spending problem. And then it's the problem of you addressing, honestly, the spending problem. A lot of people won't do that. Okay? Won't. Then you'd set up yourself a plan to invest. A plan to take down your debt and invest at the same time it's best to do it at the same time because you get tax write-offs and it helps you in tax time you know IRA you know a 401k whatever you can do and you may need professional help with this and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that get professional help if you can't you know get on top I I talked to a person a number of years ago and she wanted help with their finances she couldn't figure out why it was so she was broke every month. And so I sat down with her, and uh, the first thing I said to her as I, we saw all her plan and where all her expenses went was I said, you have too many horses. You don't need three horses. They're costing you $20,000 a month. Between the vet bills and feeding and housing, I said, why don't, we go, why don't you go cut down to one horse? Oh, she, th- she thought I was insulting her. But it's always a spending problem, so just just try to remember that. Okay, we got a call. who came in. Let's go to Washington State and talk to Jim. How you doing, Jim? Jim, are you there? Hello. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah. How can you doing, you hear
0: Jim? Me? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I had a question on Rio Tinto. I um uh, a while back at but bought, uh, bought a little bit, and um,
0: it's gone well, up yeah. pretty decent, and I just uh, I was thinking about adding to it, but I don't know if I should add to it or wait for a pullback or what. Just thought ask you about that, see what
1: you thought. Well, it had run up in the last three or four days from uh, 75 to 86, so that's a huge run in three or four days. I think I'd wait for a little pullback before. It's not over print. This is Rio Tinto, everybody. RIO is a symbol. It's a UK-based company with global interest in mining metals and industrial minerals. Uh, it's $86 stock. They're going to make $7.97 next year, which is almost $8, right? So you're talking about 11 PE going forward. And believe it or not, that's right about in the middle of the range for Rio Tinto. But I think this is the kind of stock that would do very well when we come out of this COVID. The world comes out of this COVID uh, recession or funk or whatever you want to call it. This COVID disease problem we have when we get that ba- when we get the vaccine spread. It's taken a while. It's going to take a while—six months, nine months—to get that vaccine to everybody. But once the world has that vaccine, these kinds of stocks are going to take off because I think there's pent up demand for many industries, and I think this is one of them. So on a pullback, I'd wait for a pullback. You're probably gonna get it, but don't wait for too much of a pullback. It's not expensive. Okay, Jim, thank you for the call, appreciate it. Now as investors, I'm sure you have spent a good deal of time watching the Dow Jones Industrial Average. So as we go to break, here's my two-part trivia question. When was the Dow Jones first calculated, which year? And if we look at the year high for 2020 and compare it with the year high of 1920, years ago, how many times higher was the Dow Jones in, 1920, in 2020? In other words, how many highs? Up, 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 up. After break, I will supply the answer, but for now, my phone lines are open and I encourage you to invest your questions here. 888-99-CHART.
0: Now is a good time to call Invest Talk.
1: I had a question on my 401k.
0: We're here for you. What's your question? 888 99 chart is how to reach Steve right now on Invest Talk.
3: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then, through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive K E R O N E dot com, hacker onecom dot com. It's an Invest Talk Friday.
2: Steve Peasley is on duty and he's happy to provide unbiased answers, but you've got to call with your questions. Invest Talk, 888 99 Chart.
1: Okay, before the break, I gave you a trivia question. When was the Dow Jones first calculated? Which year? And if we look at the year high for 2020 and compare it with the year high for 1920, 100 years ago or so, how many times higher was the Dow Jones Industrials in 2020 than in 1920? That's what I mean. I will give you the historical data, but first let's define the subject. The Dow Jones Industrial Average... Dow Jones or simply the Dow is a stock market index that measures the stock performance of 30 large companies listed on the stock exchanges in the United States. It was first calculated on May 26, 19 May 26 1896. 1896. The DIN index is the second oldest among the US market indexes. The index is the second oldest. What's the first oldest? What's the oldest? The Dow Jones Transportation Index is the oldest. It was created by Charles Dow, the editor of the Wall Street Journal and the co-founder of Dow Jones and & Company, and named after him and his business associate, statistical Edward Jones, Dow Jones. The value of the index is the sum of the stock prices of the companies included in the index, those 30 companies, divided by a factor, which currently is point one five two. Why the factor? Because what if the stock splits? The factor changes when the stock splits to try to keep it the same. That's why. Okay, here, adjusted for inflation are historical data snapshots of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. In 1920, the high was $108.85. 1950, it was $235. From 30 years, it went from 108 to 235. From 1950 to 2000, 11,722, and then through 2020, 20 years after that, 30,606. So between 1920 and 2020, the value of the Dow Jones Industrials, after adjusting for inflation, increased by a factor of 281 times. Wow. Remember what Justin and I keep telling you? Stay invested. If you want to achieve financial freedom, stay invested. Long term, you'll make a lot of money. But if you're thinking in short terms and try to get in and out and tie in the market, you're not going to make any money. You're not. You no, know, we like to record voice playing questions. We always do. And we love the live calls as well. So, Ray in Los Angeles.
0: How you doing, Steve? How's it going?
1: Good. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. Um, I appreciate uh, everything that you and Justin do for all of us. You know, you and the show. Thank you. Uh, My question was for, actually it's two companies, but it's a a type of technology called LiDAR. You've probably heard of it. Yes. Um, uh The two companies are Laser, L-A-Z-R. Is Luminar Technologies.
1: Okay. And the
0: second... And the second one is uh,
1: Velodyne,
0: ticker V-L-D-R.
1: Okay. Let's look at Luminar Technologies. Develops autonomous vehicle sensor and software to make autonomous, safe, uh, automobile autonomy, safe and ubiquitous. Okay. Uh, And they don't make money. They, they made money in 2019, matter of fact, 13 cents, but 2020, they lost 24 cents, and 2020, we lost 26 cents a share, because it's a, developing the company. They're developing something. It's a fairly new company. came out as IPO in, uh, uh, what, uh, March, May, June of 2019, and it was hanging around 10 to $12 a share for a long time, and then busted up just recently. Uh, today it's at $32.99. And I think this is an area, I really do think this is an area you want to be in. Uh, Ray, I, I think the autonomy, autonomous cars are, and trucks are coming. And I, and the EV vehicle industry is just going to expand, continually expand. So this kind of technology is going to take off at some point. So if you own this stock, it's at thirty-two dollars ninety-nine cents. I just hold on to it, but I wouldn't buy it here. Why? Well, because in November, November that wasn't that long ago, it jumped from ten dollars to forty-five dollars, and today it's at thirty-two ninety-nine. So something happened. I don't know what the news is there, Ray. Do you know what the news was about that? That they come, they have a deal with one of the big auto companies, or something happened, had a breakthrough in technology. You know.
0: I do remember that it was a deal or something that it was like some another institution, but I can't remember at the top of my head.
1: Yeah, that's what happens is they, because these little companies, this one's not little anymore, it's 7.2 billion since it jump up. But they usually, you know, what drives them is association with bigger, bigger, big, huge companies who help fund their technology and hope to take over and use that technology, and probably that'd be my guess. I would have to look at the news uh to see what the deal is i had to do a lot more research on the company but i do like the area a lot i do so good luck with it ray i i, I don't know if i would buy here i had to find that i'd have to do some more research because they don't make money you know it's highly speculative when a company doesn't make money which is nothing wrong with highly speculative but i like to know what it is thanks for the call appreciate it. The KPP Premium Newsletter was distributed to subscribers today, as I do every Friday, and it's kind of packed full of information for you. I talked about the payroll report for December. Came out earlier in the week, ADP said they, we lost 123,000 jobs last month. This morning, they expected the official report to add 50,000 jobs, but instead we lost 140,000 jobs, mostly in the restaurant business. But the unemployment rate stayed the same at 6.7%. You know, the average hourly earnings, 0.8% increase was pretty nice, as a surprise. They expected only a 0.2% increase. Last month, it was 0.3% increase, so 0.8% was pretty nice. You know, a 6.7% unemployment rate, that's not that bad. It really isn't for what we've been going through, I don't think. Also, earlier in the week, we had the market manufacturer PMI at 57.1. Remember, anything above 50 is expansion. That was for December. Uh, up from 56 so it actually rose in the month which is nice uh, services went from 58 down to 54 though services was weaker construction spending was up nine tenths of percent this is all in the newsletter that i put out every week i always talk about some of the important statistics that come out that week i mentioned the increase in covid 19 cases as a as is squeezing the economy a bit and how that you know, there's a race between COVID and vaccine. Right now, COVID's winning. But I don't think it will win. Under, in the portfolio management section, the most important feature of any company's fundamental profile is their growth rate. A company that is not growing, is usually dying, is a lack of growth that plagues many public companies that pay large dividends. They have to pay the dividends to attract investors because they're not growing. Basically, the big companies they have a hard time growing. And look at we did Johnson Johnson a minute ago; it's growing one two percent a year for umpteen forever. So they have a hard time boosting because boosting their growth because they're so big. So, so I talked about that. So, what do you do about that as an investor? Well, how do you con- how do you consider it? And you know you have to adjust your brain as to what kind of stock you're buying. Is this guy buying Laser Luminal. A uh, technology is L-A-Z-R. He's buying it for their earnings. They're not, He's not buying it for their sales. They don't have any. He's buying it for the future outlook of their technology. That's way different than a Johnson & Johnson. So how do you evaluate that? Two totally different parts. This is how, you know, this is the, if you're going to try to do what we do at KPP Financial, this is what you're trying to do. trying to learn these differences and I want you to learn them you need to learn them especially if you have interest in it If you don't then don't learn them but you have to if you're going to invest and manage your own portfolio you need to know that kind of stocks that you're looking at you have to look at it differently for every industry that it's in anyway stock ideas a global financial service company uh, uh one of the one of the largest ones uh also um i mentioned the rising inflation that is likely in the future and what another company that would take advantage of that you know what business what kind of business and why i thought that this is a good business in the agribusiness the second choice was uh so why did i like that that kind of thing That's, those were those were those, that was in the newsletter. Consumer watch today, uh, I put in, uh, I talked about trying to speed up your computer. everybody's going, doing everything by the internet, right? So the internet is flooded. I mean, I think I said, mentioned that the, the growth of usage is 70% this year since March when COVID hit. Increased 70% usage in the internet. So how do you, you know, maybe you could speed up your computer because you got a bunch of junk on it. There's software out there that help you do that, you know. So that was the uh, consumer watch section. Anyways, the newsletter comes out every Friday. Go to our website, investtalk.com. You can sign up for it if you want it. Our clients get it for free, but you can subscribe for it, subscribe it for the for every Friday newsletter if you want. So let's keep things moving. Uh, let's go to the Voice Bank and Invest Talk, Voice Bank 888 99 Chart. Hi, Stephen Justin. This is Mark from sunny Florida. Love the show and appreciate all
0: you guys do. I have a question about five star senior living symbol F V E E. It is a re that operates senior living communities and rehabilitation and wellness. I've owned it since the beginning of the year and it has done fairly well. I've been adding to my position slowly and wanted to get your opinion on whether I should keep holding and add more or is it time to take some profits? It looks like they don't have much debt and revenue has remained steady, but their net income isn't very strong. Looking forward to hearing the answer on the podcast. Thanks.
1: Just a reminder, you should have no more than 3% of your portfolio in any one stock unless it grows, you know, increases in price. So don't keep adding if you have 7% of something, just keep buying. Don't do that. No. You'll, you'll overbalance your portfolio, you'll have to rebalance it later. Five Star Senior, symbol FBE, operates 268 senior living facilities, including 257 assisted independent communities and 11 nursing homes. It's not a big company. It's only $225 million in size. Stock is at $7.14 a share. It's going to make $0.38 cents this year. And that's the first time it's made money since 2013 when it made $0.90 cents a share. Now you, you know, I mean, 2018, it lost $16 a share. This is not a very healthy-looking track record to me. They do not have a lot of debt, okay? And this is not a REIT, okay? This is not; it, it's a, just a regular company. A REIT is a real estate investment trust. It's not. It doesn't pay a dividend, though. So, and sales have been shrinking. I would take profits. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a good enough company. There's a lot better companies in the senior living sector than this. So I would take my profits, leave, and go find something better. 888 99 chart, 888-992-4278. So I had a question from somebody about well, the New York Stock Exchange uh, company won't ever go out of business because of the business model it has uh with with um, uh tr- you know making money by the trades on exchange and p- companies listed on exchange and uh, you know that's not true stock exchanges, you have we have basically have two here in the United States right now the well, not just two but two major ones the New York Stock Exchange and the Nasdaq but you know we used to have a Pacific Stock Exchange we used to have a Chicago Exchange what well, happened to them they went out of business these are companies just like any other company they have competition. They have overhead and expenses. They could go out of business. I mean, it would be hard to do that, but they could. Don't think that if you invested in the exchange, because these are public companies, that you will last, they'll last forever. No, 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 no. Like any other big company, you got to keep an eye on. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, artificial intelligent technology. I think... Just like the caller before, we were talking about you know technology and how it may, the company made no money. Laser, L A Z R, made no money, but has you know you know the technology area it's in looks pro- very promising. Well, AI is already here, artificial intelligence, and by two thousand twenty fund twenty five, that market is going to be about one hundred twenty six billion dollars, and we're talking about being everywhere this. Artificial intelligence, factories and inventory controls, cars, trucks, online technology. Think about it: how they track you and all. You know, you all of a sudden you get advertisement from them. They've had to look what you are buying or looking at on the internet. Now they're pushing that those things that you've been looking at to you. That's all AI driven. Everything's driven: advertising, research, social media. It's everywhere is gonna be nothing but increase so i think it's a pretty fruitful area to look at you know as far as an investment there's always you know you're always looking forward to invest not backward what's looking backward what's looking back i'll tell you what's looking backward um, um, gasoline cars versus electric vehicle cars this is, uh, that's looking backwards. There's electric vehicles are going to be—they got politics pushing it. You have got people now really starting to like it. If they can ever achieve the goal of more, stronger batteries, long-lasting batteries, and charging fast, it, uh, it's just going to take off. And it's already growing. So you got to look forward. What? Okay, look forward. So we're headed into the break, and I said uh, Saeed from Oakland is uh, on the hold, so we'll talk to him next. I'm Steve Peasley, and we only have one goal here. And again, it's always to help you achieve the financial freedom. And our work will continue right after this break. So get your questions in now, 888-99-CHART.
2: Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, where Invest Talk hosts and KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein practice parallel investing. That means Steve and Justin's accounts participate with client investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about parallel investing at investtalk.com. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call now. 888-99-CHART. 888
1: 992 We're going to talk to our friend Saeed in Oakland. How are you doing, Saeed?
0: Oh, hi, how you doing? Oh, uh, I have a question Good. about a new company called DDD, uh, 3Ds uh, Technology. Yes. They, have, they do like a new um, three-dimensional copying system, uh, copy machine. So the company went out like 100% yesterday. Is it a solid yeah. company to invest in? And uh, today also was up like 10% or something. Okay, you no, know, it's not new, right? in one day.
1: Yeah, but it's not new. I don't want you to think it's a new company. It's been around for a number of years. So, but it did double. It did double yesterday. And I was quickly trying to find out what happened, why it doubled. It went from uh, like $11.50 to $23. You know, I mean... That is amazing. That must mean that some huge news came out. They must have come out with something really great. They're going to make $0.27 a share this year, and they've never made money. It had to go all the way back. Well, it did. It lost money in 2020. It lost money in 2019. It did make money in 2018, $0.15. Lost money in 2017. So it's not, you know, they're struggling to make money. But something happened. Did you read the news, Saeed? I guess we lost, Saeed, huh? Okay, uh, something happened. Why 3D stocks, I got an article here, is why it happened. But then again, I can't read it and talk to you at the same time. (laughs) So, something happened uh, with 3D. They had blockbuster preliminary results for the fourth quarter. So, now, should you be investing in it? What's a $23.53 stock going to make 27 cents. Well, let's say they make 50 cents. Let's say they make a dollar a share. Let's say four times more than they thought it was going to make. That still gives a P of 23, 24. It's not cheap after this big, huge move. You know, I'll warn everybody. Try not to buy stocks that make this kind of move in one day. Doubling in one day. Because most likely, the chances are very high, not all the time, but very high, that it's going to pull back and give back of that huge half, at least half of that huge move that would be a better that'd be better it would be better if you were just a little bit patient that's it just be a little bit patient okay now did you hear about Hyundai and Apple are in talks to put together a deal and remember I talked to you about Apple not that long ago a few days ago last week i don't remember exactly about Apple and the Apple car coming out in a couple, three years. Well, this deal might be along those lines because they're talking about an autonomous vehicle, electric vehicle with Hyundai. They're on the early, early stages of the talk, so we don't know what it's going to be about yet. We do not know. But Apple has an initiative, initiative an initiative that they're pursuing called Project Titan. And so they're probably gonna partner with automobile makers in some way, shape or form for different parts of this initiative that they have going. And this one is for autonomous driving cars. So maybe Apple has something to do with the software that they provide for the autonomous driving cars. But Apple is also talking about coming up with an out with an Apple car. So what is we what do, we don't know what that's about yet, do we? So anyways, I thought that was pretty interesting. Now, what have you learned from the show today? I think you should think about AI, investing in AI. I think you should think about commodities. Uh, I, I think you should look forward, look for the future of companies, not in the windshield, not look back. What's the future? That doesn't mean you invest all your money on future stocks. does not mean that. It means try not to invest in a view of your mirror. Try to invest looking forward. What's going to work going forward? Commodities are probably going to work pretty well. Inflation's probably going to come back. What does, if that happens, what benefits? That kind of thing. Think about that, people. How do you find stocks? That's how you find them. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Out program. Justin Klein and I thank you for listening and encourage you to tell your friends and family about us. We really would like that. We post a new program each weekday shortly after the end of the live program which is live now. So, which, you know, the live program concludes at 5 o'clock. So get your free downloads, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, even at InvestTalk.com. You can download it from there. We ask that you call with your questions anytime, on or before the program, after the program, anytime. 888-99-CHART. Independent thinking, share success. This is Invest Talk. Have a great weekend, everybody.